This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For all NBA NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? It's Golden Spaces. You know what it is. An Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Natalie. Um, we always have the vibes here, so you know what it is. But it's extra, like it's, it's beyond a 10 vibes today. You wanna know why? Because we have a world-renowned media member with us today. <laughs> That's what we have with us today, a world-renowned media Too member. Funny. And he goes by the name of Justin Grant. The handle is the package JG on Twitter. And um, yeah, I mean, this man was uh, just chilling and hanging out today with some of the other NBA media greats. Mark Spears, David Aldridge. I'm hearing <laughs> Street saying, just chilling, asking questions, being around players. So, you know, um, I'm honored to have you with us today, Justin. Yeah, right. It really, it's an honor. You've Thank already you. done. You've already done this plus more. Thank you. So. Thank you for blessing our humble show. It's appreciated. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an honor to be here. It's it's just, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was it like talking to us? We gotta get into the game, but talk to us. What was your first media experience like covering the game it was cool um definitely a little nervous just um not necessarily knowing how the things go um walked in and immediately just saw people working on stories a bunch of people some people i recognized like like you just said i saw slater talking to david aldridge when i first walked in there that was pretty cool i was trying not to like Stare at DA, you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know he's a he's a legend in this game, and he's from the he's from the area too. So um, it's pretty cool to see him. And then um, I enjoyed the game normally, like a 
as a fan, I already purchased tickets before the, you know, before they even play the first game of the season. As soon as the schedule dropped, I purchased tickets. So I um, sat in those seats, definitely had the opportunity to just go around to the media press box and to the other um, media seats that they had prepared for us there. So decided to sit in the seats that I uh, purchased and had a good experience there. Um, right behind their bench, pretty much. So I got to see a lot of tunnel action, guys warming up, and some of the stuff they were saying on the bench. And where so was I watched the warm up area. Do you know, like where it, it was, was in the arena? It was 100 level, so still, still pretty close. And it was on the opposite side of their bench. So okay. I just, I was like, yeah, I'm going to definitely sit to where I sit in the seats that I bought. Um, Saw some celebrities there, more celebrities than I expected to see. Um, E-40 traveled, and he was there. Yeah. J. Cole was there randomly. Um, J. Cole was there hanging out with Bob Myers for some reason. So <laughs> that was pretty pretty cool to see. Yeah, I think and we then, saw some pictures that you posted. Yeah, I tried to get a picture of them facing my my phone, but they weren't looking into the crowd, so couldn't get that. But, um, yeah, afterwards, went to the media room and sat in on Kerr, Draymond, and, and Steph's um, post-game pressers and that was really cool I was you know pretty much right in front of those guys actually while Draymond was going Steph was like sitting at the same table that I was right behind me I didn't notice until he got up to into do his um interview so <laughs> that was a pretty cool moment right there um but overall just a great experience definitely met some people that I'm gonna keep in contact with and uh yeah hopefully we can do more of this really fun we official, baby. Golden Spaces. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We making moves over here, son. <laughs> All right. I'm happy for you, Justin. Thank you. I'm happy Thank you. for you. Back to the business at hand. Back to the business at hand. And I mean, it, the game itself was obviously a very enjoyable I knew it was going to be a good game. I just knew it. I'm like, it's Justin's first media game. Steph don't, doesn't respect the Wizards. You know, I just knew it. I don't <laughs> respect the Wizards. <laughs> I mean, does he respect the Wizards? Uh, I mean, I don't know whether he does or not. But um, I was watching him warm up in the pregame, and shot was looking good. And Jordan's shot was looking good. Like, the last – Last year when I watched the game, Jordan was shooting in pregame and he was not hitting shots. And then they played and he did not hit shots. Um, but today, both of them in the pregame, in their in their warm-ups, they were barely even hitting the rim. So I was like, got a feeling that both of them are going to be, you know, having a good game. And as that is, that's exactly what happened. So. Yeah. I mean, according to Dub's Twitter, Jordan only likes to play in games that he starts. So... Um... <laughs> You know, no surprise that that he showed up tonight, right? <laughs> uh, Twitter is very, very harsh on uh, a young Jordan Poole. Yeah, even saw Marcus Thompson calling it out tonight. Like some of y'all really don't like Jordan Poole. It's really bizarre. Yes. It is. It is really bizarre. Um, <laughs> the moment he signed that extension, people were like. Yeah. If you're not perfect, it is we're on your head. <laughs> Bro, they're like putting Anthony fucking Lamb in conversations with Jordan Poole. And I'm like, they're like, 
he's not a worse defender than Jordan Poole. One, I don't agree with that. And two, um, Jordan Poole does much more for this team than Anthony Lamb. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, it's not even a conversation. What What are we doing here? It's not, yeah, it's not even a conversation. Anthony Lamb somehow managed to be plus 36. I think that was mostly because he, his minutes were attached to two super hot players the whole time. Precisely. Uh, so, but, you know, the plus minus rupees. And I'm not the even... Lamb lovers. <laughs> the Lamb lovers, the... Listen, I said, oh, Lord, I thought the last game they were going to be out in full force. They are even crazier today. And then, you know how many people I blocked today? I don't know why they keep trying me. How many times do I have to tell y'all? Someone even tried to report me, yo. Like they tagged Raymond Ritter. Like what? Like what are we doing? What? Yeah, she's not objective. Not objective. Okay, first of all, let's be clear about something. I'm not a journalist. I don't know how many times I got to tell people that. I'm not a journalist. Right. <laughs> I'm a podcaster who is a Warriors fan, and I'm a commentator. Even when I go on TV, I'm a commentator. So yes, I'm a member of the media. That's correct. I'm not a journalist. I took no such fucking oath to be objective. I'm also <laughs> a trained lawyer, a lawyer who has practiced law. And when I practice law, I'm objective because that's what I'm being paid to do. I am being paid to be a commentator and a producer <laughs> and to put out a sports podcast. That's a fan podcast. So if you're unclear about what it is that I do, I am not a journalist. That's actually a very specific thing, has a definition. Mm -hmm. And though I was a communications and theater major in college, and though I took journalism courses, I am not a journalist, okay? That is not my job. That's not what I'm hired to do. I'm not a beat writer. I cover the Warriors from a fan perspective and I comment on the NBA and the Warriors because I'm a fan and a personality. So I'm sorry <laughs> that you don't like my lack of objectivity. And I don't know, first of all, I just think it's corny as hell regardless of like whatever you're trying to accomplish. Like when people try to like get people in trouble, it's like corny. Like, what are you doing? Right, right. That's, I mean, you get taught that as a kid, snitches, snitches, quote unquote, get stitches or whatever. But like, it's just, it's just always been lame um, and just screams like you're miserable. And, and, and you know what? It's different to me than like, there was a media member I remember some years ago who was like, he would never vote Draymond for like defensive player of the year, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I was like, yo, NBA, you got to do better. I did do that. But he has voting power. I don't vote on awards. I can't harm Anthony Lamb. <laughs> There's nothing I can do to him. I just express my opinion. Yeah. I don't have like some substantial platform. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing right now? And what would what would Raymond Ritter be able to do 
in this in this in this instance i'm not really sure uh, i guess prevent me from really coming cool. in to be at warriors games i guess like i don't know what is the goal of this yeah. tweet but that obviously and that would be pretty extreme <laughs> i'm sure that other people have said far worse than me about warriors players right with much larger platforms exactly so, so anyway i thought it was amusing but here we are um so yeah this was a a good game i think we should actually break right here i know we didn't start with the game that's what we typically do but you know what i wanted to celebrate justin and we want to have a little vibes in the beginning so that's what we did i hope <laughs> i hope that you guys were amused and entertained by that we are going to actually talk some basketball but why don't we break here because I think it's a good point to break before starting to get into the game. And then like, that's going to take us time. And then this will be a super long first segment. So we're going to break. If you're on Twitter, give a shout out to Justin. He deserves it. I'm so proud of him. I really am. (laughs) Give him a shout out. First media day. First media, you know, game. Um, And we'll be right back. You're tuned in to Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast. But Justin and that media member, Justin and that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Ah, It's Golden Spaces. We are back. Vibe check, Justin. Vibe check. 10 out of 10. You already know. You, 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 you. <laughs> For maybe some new people who are new to the show, Justin and I are both Jamaicans. Jamaicans as in our families are Jamaican. Or like, is it your mother who's Jamaican, Justin? My father. Your father. And then like, so, I mean, you know, I don't want to just take away like his other half. He's one of his parents is Jamaican. Both of my parents are Jamaican, but nonetheless, right? So... Jamaicans oftentimes like if you've been to like our parties and stuff we do that we like 
<laughs> you know, we hit the table yeah. and we make up noise and carry on. So when you see me doing that sometimes, that's just my culture coming out of me, okay? Um, if I had a lighter, I'd light it to him and be like, lighter, lighter, you know, but I can't do that right now. So <laughs> you're going to get me banging on the table a little bit. Hopefully it's not a messing up um, the recording too much. I don't want Greg, our dope producer, to be like, Natalie, please, enough with the sounds, you know? So I'm a chill. But yeah, we hype. We hype over here. So let's get into this game. I knew they was going to win. I'm a fucking prophet sometimes, yo, because (laughs) (laughs) whenever these people get way crazy, I saw mad the Warriors are losing. I hope y'all know that. Like, and then people gonna tell you that they was trying to jinx shit, but nah, yo, they was being negative as fuck. Mm -hmm. But I, you know, but with someone who I know is not like a total douche and was just like, oh, what did, what did he say? He said, um, he said, Brad Bill is out tonight. So Warriors are going to lose by like 13 or something like that. And I said, eh, 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 ah, ah. <laughs> I said, not tonight. I said, we rebuke, rebuke that energy. <laughs> I actually said that we rebuke that energy. Warriors are winning and it will be a Steph masterclass. I like that to be known that I said it before the game. Like Justin, I had tickets to this game. Like Justin, I was also supposed to be there covering the game. I did not make it for reasons that's none of y'all business, but I did not make it. And um, I like I was going with someone so they could have still gone to the game. Um, and I was prepared to just give my ticket away. But um, my friend, ultimately, she couldn't make it. She was not feeling giving our tickets away. So. Um, she tasked me with selling them, which was like not an easy task, but we were able to sell them. So I wasn't there, but the person who I sold the tickets to, let me bring it full circle. Cause you're like, why the fuck is Nat telling us this story? Um, who bought the tickets when he bought the tickets? I said, he said, I don't know what he said. And I said, don't worry. They went in tonight. He's like, yeah, if they cannot turn the ball over. I said, Steph masterclass is coming. They're winning. Go enjoy the game. So he hit me after like, oh my God, you know, you're right. <laughs> course I was right listen to me I know what I'm talking about okay so there you go I, I called the Christmas game too I be knowing mm-hmm. I be knowing I knew they were gonna win this because Steph doesn't respect the Wizards like I said at the beginning of the game so Justin <laughs> you were there you were in person what was it like in the building talk to us it was pretty much a Warriors home game in the building. <laughs> I heard a lot of cheers. <laughs> stuff, <yo>. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. It got to the point where the Wizards players were at the free throw line and it was like booze, like like the crowd was trying to get them to miss. I know. Then, I would hear like when Steph or whoever we made a shot, they'd be like, whoo. And then like, oh, and sh- I'm like, yeah. yo, this is wild. It was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, everybody in my section was pretty much a Warriors fan. You can You can count on your hands how many people were actually rooting for the Wizards. Um, like Steph got MVP chance. Um, everybody's on and on at his moves. Everybody's on and on at Jordan's moves. Like I said, they're trying to get Kuzma to miss his free throws at the free throw line in a, in the second half of a close game. Um, ridiculous stuff. So many white, blue, and, and gold jerseys in the crowd that you can just noticeably see. Um, not usually the the Wizards type of feel. 
to it. Um, you know, I've been to plenty of Wizards games, and usually it's more of a home home crowd, whoever comes in there. Um, I haven't been to a Wizards versus Lakers game. Maybe it's a little different then, but it was definitely a Warriors home game. And, um, yeah, Steph just put on a show. Uh, I saw, like I said, in his warm-ups, he was, he was killing. I mean, he was hitting a bunch of shots, not even hitting the rim. Same thing with Jordan. So they had it going early. And, you know, Jordan kind of held his own in the first half, like for the full half. Steph had it going in the first quarter, and then they both was great. They both were great in the second half, and Draymond started to pick up the scoring load as well in the fourth quarter, uh, playing off that defense that they were just pretty much throwing at Steph. And that's how they that's how they got a win um, with guys out and with Wiggins still working his way back. Yeah, I mean, Draymond was um, pretty impressive. Um, in that fourth quarter, you know, um, I saw on TV them saying he was the difference maker. Um, when I say on TV, like right after the game, you know, Bonte, Bonte Hill, Bonte mm-hmm. Hill, and the show that he does with Festus. It's funny enough, Steph got one Festus, like, yo, I need your energy to be better. We just won. I was like, see, even Steph wants the vibes, he don't care what opponent <laughs> it's against. <laughs> Even he wants the vibes. Even he wants the vibes. So after that, Festus vibes came up, though. But anyway. um, So, you know, they were saying, like, Draymond was a difference maker. And I, I, I was like, do I agree with that? I mean, I thought, like, Dre was incredible in the fourth. And I think what he needed was the fourth. But it was so hard to say. But I guess he was. I mean, like, Steph really came in. He closed it. He did what he had to do. Jordan was spectacular. I mean, they were the three people tonight, though, I think. Like, like, they were the main guys for this game. People are going to tell me about Anthony Lamb. I don't want to hear about him. I I think those were the three players of the night. Oh, easily. Um, Shot making, ridiculous shot making from um, Steph all game. Jordan was just creating so much separation on his shots. Guys couldn't stay in front of him. He was getting to the rim. Um, He got Gaffer with a nasty up and under fake. He got Corey Kispert completely five, six feet off of him with a snatchback crossover and then hit the three. Um, he was just in control the entire game. You can tell um, it wasn't like what we've been seeing, like the last week or two where he's dribbling a thousand times and can't really create a lot of separation. And so it kind of puts him in trouble. He was decisive with his moves. They were working. So he was pretty much just shooting open all night. And then Draymond, um, he he said himself that he made it a point to kind of get under Porzingis and kind of make him feel a little bit more uncomfortable after he had a, a hot start to the game. I think he did that in the fourth. Porzingis was kind of ineffective for the rest of the game. And then offensively, they people they, the Wizards were throwing multiple bodies at Steph, so he was just taking advantage of the open space, and Porzingis a little bit slower-footed, so he was just going straight to the rim, trying to get fouls and open layups and stuff like that. So definitely those three guys completely – carried them to this victory um, because the Wizards, like many teams that the Warriors have seen on the road, just were hitting a lot of bullshit. <laughs> but, um, you know, good thing they they still got it. They pulled it out at the end. Now, at what point do we say, you know, these teams keep shooting well against the Warriors? And we know that every team gives their all against the Warriors. So we know that. But at what point do we also acknowledge, like, part of this is, like, the bad defense as well? Oh, definitely. Um, just like Draymond said, helping off the strong side corner is just something that they got to stop doing. 
Um, they're giving up he a lot of He was talking about Anthony one. Lamb specifically. People. He was talking about Anthony Lamb specifically helping out the strong side corner. He does that quite a lot. Um, and Porzingis is so tall. Do that? I don't know. I think because he sees Draymond do it, and it's like you're not Draymond, bro. That's no. like that's like Ty Jerome going out there and trying to play like he's Steph. You know, it's like it's not going to go well. Me. What did he do at some point tonight? And I was just like, oh, Ty Jerome, I just rolled my eyes. I remember, but he did something that annoyed me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but overall, I think, you know, in this matchup specifically, they gave up some corner threes they shouldn't have. Um, and Porzingis is 7-3 and he shoots above his head. So it was, if he's hitting shots, then it's like you kind of tip your hat to him because it's really hard to affect his shot. So he got a few pick and pop ones that went in. Um and then <laughs> our producer Greg said he went coast to coast and missed the layup. That's probably right. That's probably yeah. right. That's probably yeah. when it was. But yeah, overall, I mean, there was a stretch there where Kuzma hit like two, three bombs in a row. And it's like, bro, you're good, but this is not you. Right. He hit a he had a half court heave to end, I think, either the first or the second quarter. Um, so that's the type of shit I'm talking about. It's like teams, teams are hitting BS all the time. And they started to hit him at home too. You know, started with that Detroit game. Sadiq Bay hit the heave. Boyan Bogdanovich, two seconds left on the shot clock, hit that shot. Hamadou Diallo hit three. So it's a little bit of both. They definitely can can clean up the defense, helping off too much and leaving guys open. But um, eventually, I think the shot variance guys are going to be on their sides, and, and these teams aren't going to be hitting some of these threes that they're hitting. Mm, yeah, it's been um, frustrating to watch. Um, I'm so sorry. Excuse me. Um, damn it. I was going to ask something and I forgot. But um, yeah, you know, um, Dre calling out Lamb the way he did was funny. Um, but what was not funny was him seeming to give Steph lip service when Steph was checking him on it. Like, who does he, th- who does Anthony Lamb think he is? Who does he think he is? The last time we saw somebody doing that, they got a bunch of DMP CDs afterwards. So I'm going to say, it's probably not going to happen to Lamb because of the situation the team is in. But I did notice that in real time. And I was like, hmm. Did it well, look like the way it looked to us on TV is how it looked to like on the court? For sure. It looked like he was being like, bro, like, stop talking. Something like that. Like, Steph was really getting on him, and he wasn't really trying to hear it. I'm like, bro. <laughs> yeah, and someone on Twitter said, like, I mean, is it surprising that he doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not surprising. Yeah, exactly. Listen, um, I don't know who the fuck he thinks he is, but you're you're <laughs> wilding. You are wilding. Because the fact that Steph has to get to the point that he's saying something to you, that means you were fucking up greatly. Yeah, they were in the middle of a run. I'm pretty sure he fouled somebody, like he always does. And, and Steph um, don't even be on that. So when he has to say it to you, that means you're fucking up royally. Who yeah. do you think you are? This is why. Media members fucking writing about him, Anthony Lamb and the Warriors. What the fuck? Justin. <laughs> I, almost, I, I literally almost had a heart attack on the spot. Anthony Lamb and the Warriors? What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, wild, wild, wild stuff. Um, this is the shit that's getting to his head why he thinks he can react to Steph Curry like this? 
Yeah. I don't know what to say about dude. I'm 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 tired of talking about dude. I just they need they need like we said we need, they need somebody in there so he don't have to play. I don't even want to talk about him, but I just can't believe he disrespected the goat. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And I'm pretty sure they don't they don't tell their players, "Hey, help off the strong side corner," because no team does that. That's not basketball. Everybody, since you are in grade school, you know you don't help off the strong side corner because it's an easy kickout. And it's an open three. Um, so the fact that he's still doing it after repeatedly doing it over and over and over, and I'm sure people have told him that. And obviously, it's being drilled into the Warriors' defense to not do that, or else Draymond wouldn't have. Two days said in a row, Kerr brings it up, and then Draymond brings it up. Two games in a row, the coach and the best defensive player of this generation. Yeah. Unbelievable. I need to pray harder. I need to be more specific about my prayers. <laughs> that is why this man is still on the team because I have not been very specific in my prayers. Yeah, he probably he's he's going to be signed, I'm pretty sure. Can sign where? Next next topic. Getting signed where? <laughs> he's probably going to get signed by the Warriors. When? Whenever it's time to fill that 15th roster spot, I'm, no, the Warriors I'm assuming are getting it's getting someone in the buyout market. Oh, I hope so. Or trade, like, no. You you're they could not always calling... trade two people and get back only one. You're not calling out a player in the media to then sign him. That's stupid. Two days in a row and your star player is getting on him and you're signing him? We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. I don't say things. I know sometimes people think like with me um, and then they want to come back and be like, you were wrong about something. By the way, I'm really wrong. I'm right like 96% of the time. But I know that people like to like come back and say, Okay, I'm joking, people. Like, calm down. But I know people like to be like, oh, like, you said it. So, like, surely. (laughs) You know why I do that? Because I don't say things that I don't want to happen, right? And, like, your words matter. Like, I don't think people realize that. That's why you never see me joke and, like, call the words. But, like, I know that's people's thing, whatever. I'm not trying to tell people what to do. But I don't say things that I don't want to happen that, I like, there's power in words. And I, I really believe that. Right. And so I say the Warriors are going to win every game because that is what I expect and want to happen. And I get it. It's not my individual. Right. It's not like me speaking for myself. I get that. But I'm just saying I, I it's because I don't ever say things that I don't want to happen for me. It just car- it carries over to what else I want. So I will always say, no, this isn't happening. Right up until the point it happens, because that's just how I am, you know? And so, nah, they're not signing him. And like, he has bad juju. I know it. He has bad juju. So he needs to go. He needs to go. If, and what are you signing him for? He's going to get playoff rotation minutes? This is a dude you want in our playoff rotation? Oof. Lord, please, no. Helping? On the strong side corner, that's what we want. <laughs> so Desmond Bain can 
But Dylan Brooks can hit three fluke threes and yeah, we that, that can't happen. It can't happen. So yeah, so no, Anthony Lamb won't be signed. And I like, in fact, let's try our best never to speak about him again on this podcast. Let's do that. Let's try our best. It would help if they didn't play him, but let's try our best to never speak about him again. Okay. Deal. Anything else about the game? Because I want to get into some of these players. Um, and I think we can do that next segment, but is there anything about the game collectively? Um, nah, nah, we can, I mean, other than just going into individual players, nah. Okay. Yeah. There's some interesting things that I want to talk about from the last game and this game between like post game comments, things that happen in the game. There's some funny things I think. So why don't we break? and get into that when we get back. It's Golden Spaces. You're tuned in with Justin and Nat. We'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Boom, boom, boom. It's golden spaces. I know that we have like our own music, but I don't know. I just felt like giving y'all a little something. One day I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a rap for y'all, let y'all hear my bars, but not today, not today. So, just, I don't think like, anything <laughs> funny. What I'm are you even laughing at? That is crazy. I didn't it's even crazy. laugh. I didn't you even did laugh. laugh. No, I, come on, Justin. All I did was like snicker a little bit. It, it snicker? What, that's that not doesn't a laugh? Mean, that's not a full laugh though. But what, what's snicker worthy of what I said? Nothing. <laughs> okay. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Justin let's go. doesn't respect me. It's okay. What? Um. Anyway, this is Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast. You know, some people become media members and go to games and <laughs> mingle with the elites. And now, you know, oh, they're too man. good for you. This is how it starts. Oh, um, this is how it starts. <laughs> this is how it starts. I'm Nat, and this is Justin, a Steam media member. Um, so listen, after the last game, after the last game, Clay did a post game that has got to be one of the most hilarious post games I've ever watched in my life. I actually wish I was there for that post game, though. I don't think I want to be the person who was at the receiving end of his questions because he like he clearly was not in the mood for those questions. And most of his answers were like, I don't know. I don't know. And he was being asked questions like, well, why do you think it's been so hard for you guys to like put it together on the road? Then he kind of brings up their lack of focus and and and. They're like, well, why do you think there's a lack of focus? I don't know. You know, just everything is, I don't know, I don't know. And I'm kind of paraphrasing, right? And so, like, at some point, 
the person says, um, well, are you concerned? Are you concerned by, you know, this? And he like, he almost scoffs at it. Like, like the audacity to ask <laughs> that question. <laughs> this interview is so funny. And like, he's like, no, there's no concern. And then it's like, well, should you be concerned? And he's like, you know, <laughs> just, just, he's just done with the interview. And so, or I think the person's like, well, why don't you have concern or something like that? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know, but we're going to turn it around. I know it in my heart. <laughs> I know it in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one line king. He's the one line king. You see I a video know. of him in the, in the bar in the club? Uh, yes, I tweeted that. Someone else tweeted it, but then I retweeted it because that shit was hilarious. All off Those... rhythm and stuff. Right. And he, it looked like he was in a section by himself too, which is the even funnier part. And he just in there, Rose Bar is just. He listens to Afrobeat though. Respect that. I respect that, Clay Thompson. The man said, I know it in my heart. Listen. He knows it. And I said, you know what, Clay? I feel you too, because I know it in my heart too. You know, I remember one of your boys, someone who shall not be named on this show, but you know, the one I don't like and I have eternal war with. Right. And he's just like, these people, these people, they're just like, they're just believing Steph and they don't offer like any analysis or rational, whatever shit he's saying, you know? So he's just like, the fact that they were right is not like, you can't like, basically like can't credit the fact that we're right because our rightness was just belief in Stefan. Yeah. When Clay says, I just know in my heart, when people just have belief in something and he is so appalled by it, I'm not going to say what I want to say, but that's, that, <laughs> okay. Like, but no, but that's what, you know, I, I was like, I don't have time to get deep with the TL. So I didn't do it. But like, this is the difference between people who manifest things and like ours. I'm not even playing, right? Like there's going to be failures that come with your success, but to be, to reach the pinnacle of that kind of success, you have to have the utmost belief in yourself, no matter what the hell is going wrong. No matter what is failing, you have to have that kind of belief. You really do. So I believe Clay when he says, I just know it in my heart, you know? And when everyone else is like, he's delusional, right? I'm sure when the Warriors were down 3-1 versus OKC, people thought, were saying they were delusional for thinking they would come back. But when Steph and Clay and Dre sat at that table to talk on the plane, they believed they could come back. Yeah. If anybody can call it, call a number and deliver on it, it's those guys. They've done it countless times. They literally, they literally just did it last year after being down 2-1 in the finals. And they were all pretty much like, yeah, we're still going to win. Like, I mean, they did Dre that. told C- like CJ. like Right. And Dre, and Dre will tell you that he was also shook. Even while shook, he's like, we still going to win. Like, <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to do it. Like, they're going to be ringless. And yeah, that's it. Well, we got that just is what it that's is. Fucking answer. That's the answer. Pretty much. But yeah, I'm pretty- just saying, it's like, I don't, I wish people could believe in themselves like that. And by the way, I'm not saying that it's easy, but like, 
that would really honestly stop so much negativity. And like people could think I'm preaching and lecturing, but it honestly takes so much more energy to be negative than it takes to be positive. Like it's a scientific fact. Like you, <laughs> you are, it, it's more on you. So be positive, be hopeful. People think like it's, it's, it's not worse for you. I promise you, you know? And so it's just like, I feel that these guys have shown us enough over the years. I'm going to ride with them. Mm-hmm. Like when Justin sits on here and he says, yeah, I'm going to believe they win until they lose. Like, that's it. I don't give a fuck what the record is, to be honest. I think there are things that they are doing that make it harder for them to reach that goal. And I don't understand that. But do I think that they can still win it all? Yes, absolutely. Same. And not just do I think it, because I'm sorry. I watch games like this and I'm like, come on, bro. Who's who in the West? When people was just like, you can't trust the Warriors. And I said, and who in the West do you trust? Who in the West has done it? As a team, no team. As mm-hmm. players, just Braun and 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 um Kawhi. Because to be clear, I ain't giving Anthony Davis no fucking kudos for no damn right. ring in Orlando. Like, he won. He got the ring. But like, I haven't seen Anthony Davis do it under normal conditions is what I'm saying. I've seen Braun do it under normal conditions. I've seen Kawhi do it under normal conditions. We know Steph and the Warriors have done it under normal conditions. So, like, why all this faith? You believe Mm -hmm. in Denver? Denver hasn't even been to the finals yet. And the one time they got to the Western Conference finals, it was in the bubble. Yeah. The year everybody had outlier performances. Jamal Curry, as they called him. Jamal Curry. You know what I'm saying? Like, you believe in the Grizzlies? That struggled to beat the Timberwolves? And couldn't (laughs) even take us to seven? That's who we believe in? in? Do we think the Pels are going to get there and run run the table and go all the way through their first time around? Right. The Kings, who haven't even seen postseason since Right. The Kings are going to be happy to just make the playoffs. Like, who Mm -hmm. who is it that you guys have the utmost faith in that you doubt these proven guys? I would also like to know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean, I think people are I think a lot of people are just kind of looking more towards the East and saying, like, if Boston comes back and they're better than they were last year, um, it'll be a tougher matchup if we don't fill in some holes and especially if they see Milwaukee um, just the size that Milwaukee has people will want to see a little bit more front court help. And I think, I mean, in general, we all want to see more front court help, but in the West you're, you, you are correct. Like no one in the West is scary. No one in the West, but they talk about has been playing there. team, playing team, same as 2021. So like, fine, but who are you worried about in the West? I mean, not fine. Cause that's not true, but like, who are you worried about in the West? I'm yeah. sorry, I shouldn't have interrupted you. I just no, you're good. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing really more to say. Like they lost, they lace them up for five, six, seven games with anybody in the Western Conference. Then I like their chances a lot. <laughs> and by um, the way, let me let me apply some basketball rationale to this. So this is not just belief and faith in in, in step, although. A lot of it is because he's that fucking great. He's that fucking great. 
But there's other reasons why if they get to the postseason healthy, why you should have confidence. Because there's a pattern in the games that Clay plays well in. There's a pattern in when they have more time off in between games and the ability to recovery. And you know what that when that happens in the postseason. Yep. They're not playing back to backs. They have more time to recover. You know, the only thing that would be concerning is the road record because they haven't been winning on the road. Right. So which is why you'd want home court. But I still don't believe that these guys have forgotten how to win a game on the road. Right. And so there's reasons why the conditions will actually be more conducive to them winning. For sure. And they get the game plan. And there hasn't been a team in the NBA that is better at that than the Warriors have been um, over the course of this run, especially last year. I think they went into every every single um, series with a great game plan and executed it well, and the other team really just didn't have a counter to it. Um, Boston, they – and the crazy thing about the finals, they really should have beat Boston in like five games. I'm Like, they should have won game one. They had that game one. Game two, they spanked them. Game three was kind of like a Draymond, you know, disaster class, for lack of a better term. Game four, they had to grind it out. But really, in game three, they, I want to say they took the lead going into the fourth quarter as well. And then they just kind of like, they had a few turnovers early and lost that game. But game four, they they grinded it out. And then game five, they spanked them. Game six, they spanked them. So it really was like the two games in Boston were close. They, they, they you know, squandered a game away at home in game one. Other than that, they were just pretty much dominating uh, Boston. So don't believe in any other team's game plan going into a series more than the Warriors. Don't believe in any other team's best player more than Stephen Curry. Don't believe in any other number two or number three more than Draymond and Clay. Um, First of all, especially in big moments, like arguably Giannis, Katie, perhaps, like. I'm sorry. I'm still not even giving Joker that yet because he hasn't gotten there yet and he's an incredible player. But it's just like most teams don't even have a guy who's the caliber of Steph. So like in most series, Steph is going to be the best player on the court. Yeah. Like indisputed best player. For sure. Like that that gives you a significant advantage um, in every any playoff series that you see. Not only talent-wise, ability-wise, but experience, poise, IQ, knowing the moment, all that type of stuff is in the Warriors' favor. So, And they've seen everything. They've seen everything. There's right. nothing a team is going to throw at them that they haven't seen and experienced. Exactly. Exactly. They just got to have the pieces, right? They got, they got most of them. I would say they literally have eight playoff rotation guys already on the roster. It would just be nice to have either a ninth or someone that can potentially, depending on matchups, step in as a seventh or eighth player that they can use. You know what I mean? Like some matchups won't be. What do you consider Andre Iguodala right now? Because he's going to be in the playoff rotation. But when I talk about their rotation, I right now say one through eight and Kaminga's like the eighth person. So I would like, and when I say they need a ninth guy, I'm saying that knowing Andre's there and I'm not counting him as the ninth guy. So Mm-hmm. Really, if we're saying they need a ninth guy and Andre's going to be in the rotation, that that would be like ten deep. Right, right. Andre got to show me that he can play for a week straight without getting hurt first, 
<laughs> I mean, they, they kind of asked him to take on a large role when he did play these last two games. Yeah, Third Steve Kerr saying he's playing he's playing like a big, like he should not be doing that. Right. And it, immediately he got sent right back to the IR. So um yeah, I think he's a little bit too old to be relied upon. But if he is healthy enough to play for a full playoff series without having to miss significant time, then I would definitely consider him in the playoff rotation because he's shown that he's he's still smart. He can still defend. His arms are still long. He still knows how to play with Draymond, Clay, and Steph. Um, so he can be relied upon in the playoff series, especially against like a first or second round opponent. Um, and maybe it's just a matter of keeping him healthy enough because I think if you hold him out the whole time, that's not good either because it takes him a little time. But maybe it's mm-hmm. a matter of like really not putting a lot on him, but keeping him like few minutes each game playing so that when you need to ask him to take a heavier toll he's just doing it in the postseason not during the regular season yeah I I will hope that that's their plan for him going going uh down the rest of the season but again so many guys are out in the front court their their hand is being forced in the opposite direction so hopefully they can get like we said bring somebody in a person that can potentially crack that playoff rotation as well and um yeah, it'll be a win-win because they would be able to rest Andre the necessary amount, also play him necessary amount. We'll have um, he who should not be named out of the rotation, and uh, they'll have a player that they can rely on in the playoffs, you know, in the front court. Okay. So I don't really want to – I only want to talk about one more person's post-game comments. Steph was amazing. He was incredible. Um, and he wasn't even his most efficient Steph. So like, just that's why he had, he didn't get a 50 ball tonight. Like when he's mm-hmm. efficient Steph, that's easily 50. So yeah, Steph is almost there. He's almost back. I wouldn't even say he's back back. Yeah. You can see it in his face. He missed a few easy ones, um, or shots that he feels are easy. You can see it in his face. Like, God damn, like I'm gonna get him like next time. Or like, and by the way, he does I that in to- practice. Right. He wants to make every single shot and he feels like he can't make every single shot. I watched him in practice and he was like pissed. That's why I'm telling people when they tell me, oh, they don't care. I said, think of something else to say, but them not caring (laughs) is not it. I can tell you that. Not the way you, when you watch him in practice and see what's happening, there's no way you're going to ever convince me that he doesn't care. Right. Um, I, I think an Andrew Wiggins game is coming up. I think an Andrew Wiggins game is coming up. Yeah, I was I I got a feeling too. He's um I mean he's I guess he's he's chipping away at it, trying to get back into the rhythm and stuff. What better game to do it than against Boston? I don't want to put that pressure on him to say, hey, you gotta go out there and play like it's the finals again against Boston. But he missed the first game against Boston and um the Warriors still won. Um so maybe this is the type of game that can kind of get him riled like fired up to go out there and really perform. Yeah. Yeah. Wiggs is coming and there's some silly people talking about trade him and all this bullshit. They got blocked by me, but um, he's coming. He's coming. I feel it. Um, His pool. midi looked pretty good today. Yeah, it did. It did. It's the three right now. That's not there. And then just some of the aggressiveness in general mm. um, with pool. I said to people, Remember this shit he's doing when y'all talking about trading him and all of this bullshit. Yeah, when people trading anybody from the found from the quote unquote foundational six 
it's just an automatic like i'm gonna ignore you like what are we really talking about here like you know what i mean these guys are you have steph who's a, obviously a mega star and then you got four guys who are at their best all-star caliber players after that and then you got loon who was an all-star in his role right so none of them are getting traded none of them should be traded obviously a lot of money is being put into those players because they are worth the money you know what i mean we can worth debate it. stop can talking deba- about that man's contract he's worth it right we can debate whether or not like clay is 40 million dollars clay today but you know it is what it is you pay players to keep you play to keep your players obviously you know in the, in, like he had can't. injuries too yeah so get like get it. off all their get off all of their you know what and let's focus on things more things that matter you know better like like getting them some help pretty much you know um so i know the great michael jordan who by the way just in case anyone's clear because he is the goat in my opinion and i called steph the goat so i don't feel to be like huh? natalie thinks steph is the goat no i don't think he's the greatest of all time i think he is he's my goat he's my goat but i don't think he's the goat but i do think steph is is coming and he's gonna be finishing a lot higher than people think and no less than five but he's gonna be higher than that that's all i'm saying that said um we know that the great Michael Jordan stories have been told about him, how he used the tiniest of things like to like as an edge to be like, oh, yeah, you know, they disrespected mm-hmm. me or this, whatever. I took, so that, like, I took that personally. Right. That's his, so that's <laughs> Draymond tonight says a particular fan got not just him, but the whole team sort of riled up. And on some level, it's kind of funny. But then on some level, and I saw people asking this, and I think it's a fair question. Are you concerned that they need this to get them riled up? We remember some years ago when Steve Kerr had to let them coach against the Suns. <laughs> Do you remember that? It's wild disrespectful. Mm-hmm. That's wild mm-hmm. disrespectful. That's why Suns, that's why Suns Twitter and like Suns fans hate, really, really hate the Warriors because of that that specific game. <laughs> Super disrespectful. And I'm pretty sure they won. Like, they won easily. <laughs> it makes all the memes. It makes all the memes way funnier when people are just like, "Yo, Kurt didn't even really have to coach them either. Like, he could have just rolled the ball out and they was gonna beat any team. And they literally did that one time. Oh my god! They <laughs> we had to do something to motivate them. I mean, it's so funny to me. It's so funny. By the way sidebar on like the suns when i was in san francisco i saw a little bit of winner's work when i was there and i almost tweeted about it because oh winner's work actually happens before games too i saw like eight and getting his little workout on i was like oh these guys but i didn't i didn't tweet or post any video good thing i didn't since they got smacked that game but um so yeah so does it concern you at all that they need this fan to like motivate them because and here's the part that like raise my eyebrow a little bit it's when dre was talking about in the post game and he's like you know don't whatever don't bring the whatever out you know because he wasn't there earlier but he was there now Mm -hmm. like but why weren't you there earlier you were just last night talking about players needing to you know play with some sense of urgency and then you're basically telling us in the first half you still didn't have it why didn't you have it (laughs) Yeah, 
Um, I'm not I'm not too concerned by it. I think just because of the the nature of what's been going on, um, and on the second night of a back to back, you know, Dre's probably just like, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it a certain amount of effort, but it's not like my all out effort. It's not my I'm gonna shut this guy up type of effort. Um, and I think that's that's normal. You know, you would you would like for him to just go out there and just immediately like, all right, we're gonna blow the wizards out from the jump. But sometimes it just doesn't happen like that. And and I don't think that the the entire team is kind of taking on that type of feel. Um, because as we can see, Jordan and Steph from the jump and just like, you know, we're cooking tonight. So And uh, by the way, I'm okay with him being tired and not being able to give his full effort, but it was just the way his framing of that was a little Right. Funny yeah, it definitely sounded like he was just like, Yeah, I didn't really care about this game. And so that dude started talking to me. Um, <laughs> maybe he didn't mean it that way, but that's definitely the way it came off. And, uh, yeah, I guess just some days you just need that extra push sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. He's, he did say he was like, yeah, he, he brought me, he brought me here. Cause like mentally I wasn't here. Tonight. Right. I don't know. He might, he potentially could be dealing with something personal or just, just wasn't really into it. Maybe he's thinking about, uh, you know, the white house visit or something else. I don't know. But yeah, it, just, it ended up working out. So I'll take it. <laughs> I'll tell you what we should be mindful of. And I didn't check this to confirm it, but apparently Dre is two texts away from whatever the threshold is. Is that accurate? I think so. Yeah. I think they mentioned it, the Chicago game, because he got it. I want to say he got a tech last game. So what are the chances? I mean, there's no chance he doesn't finish the rest of the season without getting two more texts. Right. Zero chance. No, zero chance. But what does that mean in terms of so if he gets the suspension, then what? Does it like restart a whole new do we know what the rules are? That's a good Once question. He hits, like he gets suspended and then what? That is a good question. I have to I have to look that up. So we have to find out and we'll get back to you guys on that. And if you know, tweet at us so we can talk about it on the next show. But like, because I don't know if it's like one of those things like it restarts or now after every so many, whatever, like that's annoying because there's actually like just under half the season left. Right. It's a lot of games to be played. I mean, is this the most text that he's gotten? Yeah. It's never been this early. It's usually later in the season. Oh. And Jordan has racked them up too. He's not like as close to Draymond, but he has quite a bit himself. Yeah, he talks to the refs a lot. Um, and you really see it when you go to the game and like you you're up close. Like pretty much every every time a call is made against him, he's talking to the ref about something. He never thinks he makes a bad play. Yeah, I just think that's something because I just feel like that suspension gonna come to bite us at like the worst time. Yeah, hopefully not, but yeah. It's it's, it's looking like it's heading in that direction. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, he has two left for the entire season. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he it's usually like the last few games of the season when he's down to this number. This is crazy. Yep. So, all right. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in. The vibes are immaculate. They're 10 plus. 
Justin's a superstar media member, you know? Yeah, right. We here now. So thank you for tuning in with us. We'll be back. We'll be back, not after Boston. We'll be back after Cleveland. So we get a few days off. The team gets a few days off. So enjoy your time. Go catch up on some past episodes. Things we say are still relevant, even though the games have passed. So if you're behind, go catch up. We appreciate the support. Um, We love y'all. Comment, rate, review. I appreciate everyone who takes the time to send us messages and emails and also on Twitter. You can also copy and paste those same messages. You don't got to rewrite anything else and just leave a review. Apple lets you leave a review if you're listening on Apple. And like I said, you can at least at a minimum rate the show, give it five stars on either Apple or Spotify. So we appreciate it. It helps us out. Make sure you're downloading, subscribing, sharing with your people, and following us on Twitter and Instagram at Golden Spaces Pod. So it's going to be a few days. Um, We'll probably do some mailbag questions as well for the next episode. But until next time, take care.